Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Stadium Bets, everybody. Stadium Sports Betting Show for your weekend, Saturday and Sunday. We got Colby. We got Nate. I'm Ben. Monty is running the sticks. Going to give us an Iowa bet later in the show. Guys, week two is upon us. Got a lot of fun games to talk about. We're sitting next to a uh, TikTok and Instagram star. We love it. Nate, how you doing? Yeah, I'm excited to talk about college football week two. And now we get NFL in the mix week one. It's really exciting. We've been looking at these games in the NFL for so long. Just ready to see how they play out and see if we can cash some tickets. And we got Colby. Holy loaded weekend, Ben. Yeah, we're ready. Check that right into my veins. We're ready to talk. We're also a podcast, so if you missed the episode, you can get us on a podcast wherever you get your podcast, and as well follow Stadium Bets as well on Twitter. We're going to post all our videos and picks on there, too. On X. Yeah, sorry. Excuse me. Sorry, Elon. Uh, Let's get into our picks, though. We got college football starting up first, uh, and we got a lot of big games to get to, a lot of big team names, but we're going to start with Nebraska and Colorado, which surprisingly is probably the biggest game of the week. It's the most bet game in most sports books. That's not an NFL game. Uh, Colorado, people love to talk about. People love to talk Deion Sanders. They open up at minus three as a home favorite against Nebraska. Nate, who do you like? So after Colorado pulled off that shocking upset against TCU, he asked some people in the in the media, do you believe? And I do not believe yet. So <laughs> I took Nebraska plus three. I know it was a very amazing win and just a fun game to watch. And Colorado's offense is awesome. However, this line this summer was Nebraska minus eight and a half. So we're seeing an 11.5-point adjustment off Nebraska, losing a game to Minnesota that the expected win percentage had them winning over 90% of the time. And then Colorado, kind of their all-in ceiling performance. You just have to wonder how they could do that again. And Nebraska, I think, is you know better than maybe some people think. I was actually impressed with the way their defense was going. So I think this is an overreaction. I know that Colorado has a lot of high-end talent. But I'm taking the points, Nebraska plus three. Colby, we uh, we fade in Colorado week two. <clears throat> now, we could sit here and talk about this game for an hour and a half, but I'm with Nate. I think I can't, I can't, I can't do it, guys. I can't be on the side of the public when it's basically 94, 5%, whatever the number is. It goes the most, against everything of the being. the most bet team in sports. Like, yeah. 90% of people aren't smart, including me. I'm not the smartest, but hey, at least there's a guide to it. Take the other side. <laughs> I, I I love the Colorado team. I think they're an amazing story, but I need more than one sample size. Three games in, I will be fully, I will fully understand what this team is in one week is not going to sell me on anything. Yeah. This is a group ride. Nebraska plus three is is the route that we're taking. They're home, they're they're visiting dogs. I think. The Nebraska that we saw in week one is not the Nebraska that we're going to see in week two. I, I think Matt Rule's going to have this team ready. I, I just don't think a team led by him is not going to make the same mistakes. I know they fumbled the bag in week one, but I think that's over with. Their defense is going to be a lot better than TCU's. I think Colorado's going to struggle on the line of scrimmage. I like Nebraska plus three. I really do. 
Fun game. Texas-Alabama's next. Another fun game that we wanted to talk about. We got that game with Alabama minus seven, total at 55 and a half. You leaning a certain way here, Nate? Yeah, so I took Texas. Um, that's a game I've really been looking at all summer. I was like, okay, this is the spot to bet Texas. This is a spot where they show that I'm not going to say they're fully back, but at least the talent and recruiting classes they've stacked up. Don't say they're fully well. back. You know what happens when you say Texas is back. Exactly. And I mean, they're losing. perennial underachievers. I, I think they're actually properly rated this year just because last year they were 8-4. and four. I think there's a little bit more meat on the bone for Texas, but I think this is more of a fade against Alabama. I know it's scary to fade Nick Saban. This is a manageable point spread at home at night, Brian Denny Stadium. But I don't believe in the quarterback, Jalen Milroe as a passer. When he's going to have to make big throws, I don't know if he'll be able to do so, especially because Alabama's playmakers aren't as good as some of the groups that we've seen in the past. So I'm taking Texas plus seven. Wouldn't be surprised if they win this ballgame. Texas back. Back to back. Back to back. Nate and I are on the same page. Mm. This is the Quinn Ewers revenge game. Last year, he was going to dog walk the Crimson Tide last season before he got injured and they lost by one. That was one of the best games I've ever seen. I truly believe that this is a better team than Alabama. Sure, Alabama's defense is still good without Will Anderson, but I'm with Nate. I do not trust their offense. I don't trust their wide receivers, the quarterback. Give me the Longhorns, but still, it's always horns down because I would never believe. (laughs) (laughs) I got to fade you guys. Alabama minus seven. Ben. I, I Listen, I hate taking Alabama, especially last year. They burned me a couple times. They were not great against the spread, especially midway through that season. I think this is a different Alabama team. Nick Saban seems happy. He seems kind of content with this team. We haven't seen him criticize it as much as we saw him criticize his team last year, which, which was a lot. I tend to trust Nick Saban and kind of how he acts. I think the defense is really good. Quinn Ewers might really struggle against this defense for Alabama. I think Alabama's physical. I think they might out-physical Texas. I don't know. I like Alabama minus seven here, and and Alabama's burned me before. Everyone's on Texas. That's a public play. People love Texas. Can gotta I fade a rebuttal? Got to fade the public. Yeah, yeah go uh, ahead. If if a man like Nick Saban, yeah, if he is upset with his team, that means the expectations are higher. If he's satisfied, I think that's a problem. I don't know because yeah. he's old enough now to kind of know his yeah, own he's team. Old enough he to just bought a mansion in Florida too, so maybe he's planning <laughs> he's out the retirement. Not. He's looking for retirement action. <laughs> All right, we have other college football bets that we want to get to. And, of course, Monty's Iowa bet is coming up in just a second. But, guys, we're going to open the board. We're going to open it up to the, to the group. Okay. Any bet that you like in college football? Nate, we'll start with you. What do you like? Yeah, I think that's a pretty big game. It's Texas Tech against Oregon, Texas Tech hosting. We're calling this the Tyler Shuck Bowl, the quarterback for Texas Tech, a former Oregon quarterback. He transferred out of Eugene to Lubbock. This is a pretty big spread, in my opinion. I took Texas Tech. We're going to grade this at plus six and a half. Ooh. Texas Tech had an amazing start last week in Laramie, 17-0. And much to your chagrin, Ben, they plus fell apart. And you got the Wyoming uh, dog with bite uh, segment bet in this, uh, in this show. So congrats on that. Thank you. But I think Texas Tech, that loss creates some line value here on the Red Raiders. I also have a lot of concerns of Oregon. I know they scored 81 points against FCS Portland State last week. But you have Bo Nix on the road. You know, we've known in the past from Auburn and even last year at Oregon, some struggles on the highway. And at the same time, I think with Kenny Dillingham gone, the offensive coordinator from Oregon last year, and he was on the staff at Auburn who recruited Bo Nix. I'm a little worried about Nix without Kenny Dillingham. Tough road environment. Saturday night, evening in Lubbock, things get weird in that part of the world. I, I like Texas Tech. I, don't, I think they could win this game outright. But for the uh, purposes of this segment, just take them plus the points. Colby? Who wants to talk about getting weird? We're about to get disgusting. Ooh. 
get ready to take a shower after you listen to this. I'm taking Lafayette on the spread. The the number is not out yet. It is not out. <laughs> this is this is disgusting. This is one of the most filthy plays I've ever wanted to take. But it's still a question mark for me because I don't know what the number is. So I'm oh expecting God. it to be in the 30s. I'm praying it's higher than that. Praying. Just so I can hammer it. They're playing Duke, who just had the game of their lives on Monday. Keep in mind, Monday. What day has it been? Well, as of this recording, it's Thursday. That's just a few days ago. When they're watching, it's Friday or Saturday. Just a few days ago. That hangover is still hitting them. So they storm the field. This is just a major letdown spot. I'm praying that Duke just goes, all right, it's Lafayette Leopards. They're from Pennsylvania. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) There's really no other reason. I had no idea what state they were from. So there's no no line on it. It and the explanation is who cares? It's, I love it. It's the plum. Play. Well, it's, it's, it's I think it's, it's the uh, the old go. storm the field theory. Every yeah. time you're and yeah. and Wyoming fits that into theory. that uh, yeah. that theory. Like it's a letdown spot. They had the game of their lives. Now they're going to play a team that is who knows who who are the the, the Lafayette Leopards. Nobody knows An who FCS they are. Program. Yeah. Yes, from Pennsylvania. All right, I'll end it out with uh, <laughs> let's go Purdue. We're gonna go Purdue plus three. And as an IU guy, I hate. Betting Purdue, but I think this line is too good to pass up for the Boilermakers. They're better than they were against Fresno State. And I know we loved Fresno State last week, and they got the job done. They covered. They beat Purdue, but Purdue is going to go on the road to Virginia Tech. They might even win. I think this Purdue defense is going to shape itself up. Ryan Walters is a defensive-oriented guy. He's going to get the team ready defensively, and we see how good their offense is. I think it's very capable. No turnovers offensively, throwing the ball. They looked better than I think a lot of people expected on that side. So give me Purdue, plus three. Give me the points. Yeah, this says a lot coming from an IU grad, so I'm glad you uh, gave that a warning. I know. All right, we'll finish this up. Monty, producer Monty, has an Iowa-Iowa State pick. Take it away, sir. All right, gentlemen. This has been a disgusting oh boy. Uh, A block with uh, Colby going crazy here. Uh, we're going to go with Iowa State under 15 and a half points. Because uh, I trust I trust the defense, you know. Uh, That's all you can for Iowa. Yeah, quarterback Rocco Beck for for uh, Iowa State. He's only had one career start. He's from Florida. He doesn't really know the environment type of game he's about to get into. That's what I'm thinking. Last season, Cyclones only got ten points. Uh, Iowa's defense should be just as good. Uh, Cooper Jean's still there, All American, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Even though we lost last week, same type of bet. I think they get it done this week. Back on the horse, Monty. I love it. All right, I'll, I'll do that Iowa bet. And Phil Parker, he trusts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, with that my Iowa bet, we'll take it to break. NFL coming up next, week one. We're excited. Stadium bets on Stadium. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back to Stadium Bets. Finished up with college football, and guys, week one of the NFL is upon us. Those fist bumps means we're excited. Don't worry. Nate, I know you're pumped. Nate's got, we couldn't even play pickleball with him on Sunday. He's so excited to, to watch NFL week oh, one. Oh, never. Uh, NFL week one, that's sacred time in the morning. You <laughs> have to be in front of your computer, looking at the odd screen and making sure to take advantage of any betting opportunities that arise. Yeah, no lazy Sundays for Nate. We got Colby, we got Nate, Ben, and then Monty is on the sticks. Guys, we're in Chicago, so we have to start with not only a Chicago game, but it's one of the bigger games of the NFL slate this weekend. Bears, Packers, Bears are the favorites. 
Minus oh. one. 42 is the total. It's come down a little bit. You leaning anyway in this game, Nate? Yeah, I, I like the Packers plus one. I've seen this story before. The Packers, no matter who the quarterback is, comes into Chicago and beats the Bears, even if the Bears have optimism. And there's a lot of optimism for this Bears team. But in my view, the more I look at it, I think the Bears are overvalued. You're really asking Justin Fields to take a huge leap forward Maybe this year. They won three games last year. I expect massive improvement, obviously. But their win total, seven and a half, I think that's kind of right. They're going to win seven or eight games this year. On the Packers side, I think they might be a little undervalued. You have Aaron Rodgers out. You would bring in Jordan Love. He's been in Matt LaFleur's system, knowing the offense for a while. And then they have a team that's just built pretty well through the draft. So there's a lot of talent on that defense, on the offensive line. I think they'll be able to run the ball. The Bears probably won't even ask Jordan Love to do too much. But Packers at any underdog price, I think they close a favorite in this game. Colby, are you a Chicago fan through and through? What are you doing? Um, So I told you guys I could see this going a billion ways. I don't like anything in this game. But I do like Justin Fields' rush yards. The Packers were seventh worst against quarterbacks running the ball last season. However, in terms of where the game's going to be going, our producer over there put a thumbs down when Nate was giving his take. Well, he's our a producer Bears is fan. one of the most, is just like the entire city, insane. They're used, to, they're, used to, <laughs> they're used to everything being bad, and they think, oh, this is going to be a good year. Yeah. I will, if just for that, I'm taking the Packers plus one. I'm taking <laughs> oh. the Packers plus one. I was going to say take the under. I'm taking the Packers plus one. You guys. Come all on. over the place there. You hate fading. You love fading the public, so you're fading Bears fans now because that's who you're around. the ones with the most tickets. So the, but the public is just all around you, which is Bears fans, literally physically around you. People I don't like that it. think there's going to be massive steps. This team is not good. See, that's why I'm taking the under. Look at that transition. That's See? perfect. See, I agree on, that. We do. So I don't think I, I'm not ready to bet the Bears yet because I kind of do agree, Nate. Like We don't know what we're going to get from Justin Fields. But I do know that the Bears offense, a, if it's going to be the Bears offense is going to do well, it's going to be because Justin Fields runs the ball. So we're going to get clock moving. Packers love to run the ball. I think we're going to see a heavy run game from the Packers. Going to see a slower paced game, especially because both these teams, I think this is like the maybe game. We, we don't know. Maybe the Bears offense is good. Maybe the yeah. Packers offense is good. Like we just don't know what to expect from either of these teams, quite honestly. So with that unexpectedness, I'm going to go under 42. I wouldn't go lower than like, 41 and a half, probably. I wouldn't really go lower than 42, but as long as it remains that number, I'm taking the under. I'm going to fade both these teams' offenses. Sunday night, Cowboys-Giants. Big game. America's team. Cowboys minus three against the Giants in New York. Is uh, Dak Prescott going to just continually beat up on the Giants yet again? Yeah, I think so. I'm really down on the Giants this year. I thought they were extremely lucky last year. I give all the credit to Brian Dayball, Mike Hafka, their offensive coordinator. But I really don't believe in this Giants team. They were very lucky. They gave Daniel Jones the bag. I don't think he lives up to those expectations. And the Cowboys, a team that I know the perception is they choke in the playoffs and everything. That might be true. I think they're a fine regular season team. I like the addition of Brandon Cooks at wide receiver as a second guy to kind of make C.D.'s lamb job easier. And also get rid of Zeke Elliott. That opens up more Tony Pollard touches, which is a good thing for the Dallas offense. So Dallas minus three. Really like this play a lot. You believe in America's team, Colby? No. No? I think Nate's take is terrible. For one reason, I'm taking the Giants on the spread. I'm taking the Giants on the spread. I think this is... Then bet it. I think this... We'll we'll be side betting this on the side. This is a a trap. If the Cowboys are such a powerhouse, why wouldn't the spread be higher? This is a trap. Well, it's in New York. The Giants are very underrated, in my opinion. The total's going down. They're very well coached. I think that they're a very underrated team. Everyone's doubting this I team. I, I'm like, I have to bet them just because of the doubt. Yep. I love the doubt 
The Cowboys are loaded. How would this spread yes. be so low? It's it, their Giants are at home. They're going to be well prepared to play this game. Fade them in week two. Well, you know, I mean, I you know me. Throughout the year last year, I was always like, I'm not going to bet the Cowboys as a favorite because everyone loves to bet the Cowboys, especially when they're a favorite. But Here's I'm going to go Cowboys minus three. I like the cow. They're so as you said, the That's talent like is hear. all there. Everything is there. They have the players. They have the guys. I know they lost their offensive coordinator, but I still think everyone's healthy. You get rid of Zeke. You allow Tony Pollard to do his thing as the number one back. I think everyone set everything sets up as a Cowboys win and a cover here. But again, I, I there is that thing in the back of my mind where I'm like minus three only. Like what? Trap. What's happening here? And you love a trap. You love trap. talking about traps at the very least. Every game is a trap. People forget. Yeah, that's not true. In that's Monty's not true. Mind, not true. Every game you can win, you just gotta pick the right <laughs> side. We're gonna, gonna open up the board yet again. Games oh. all around the NFL. Oh. Picks left and right. We got one each to end uh, this segment. Nate, start with you and the NFL bet that you love. Yeah, Browns plus two and a half. Maybe this will move to plus three, but I still like plus two and a half. I'm buying the Browns this year. I know Deshaun Watson has had some struggles, but I believe in the offensive talent and offensive coaching around him to get the most out of him. I also like the defense that's going to face a Joe Burrow who hasn't been part of training camp preparations after the calf strain. I think the Bengals might take a little bit to get going, just like last year when Burrow missed most of training camp. So I like the Browns. They're going to win this football game. Take them plus two and a half. Colby? I'm going to be taking the Broncos minus three and a half. I think this is a very low number, and I think the NFL is just done. Nate has been said that the Raiders are going to be one of the worst teams in football. I know he loves that take. I agree with him. I think they're going to be terrible. Sure, their offense is going to be good, the Raiders. But their defense, eh. eh. It's a lateral move getting Jimmy G. The Broncos are in year two of Russ. I think this is a huge improvement year for them, especially bringing in Sean Payton. We you know, you we, believe in Russ. I believe, believe in Russ. You, you know Russ. this Broncos defense Man. is going to get it done. They're good. It's the Broncos. Is, is Russ This, this be offense good. will take a leap. Give me the spread on the Broncos. All right. I'm going to go to uh, New Orleans, and I'm going to bet the Titans plus three. I'll be honest. Oh. I don't know well, why this is plus three. I know people think New Orleans kind of has that home field advantage, a stronger home field advantage. They were four and five at home last season. They weren't necessarily that good even when they were at home. I think the Titans, as a fully healthy team, we know they can be a playoff team with a fully healthy Tannehill, with a fully healthy Derrick Henry. You know, you add Hopkins in there. I don't know how big of an impact he's going to have, but at least he's someone that Tannehill can throw to. I think this Titans team not only can cover, I think they can win. And are we really sure Derrick Carr is going to be that good on the Saints? He wasn't very good as he left Las Vegas. I don't know if he's going to be great on a Saints team that has a lot of aging vets. I'll take I'll take Mike Vrabel. I'll take Mike Vrabel as the better coach in this matchup as well. So give me the Titans plus three. Uh, I, I love Tennessee here. Yeah, Vrabel over Dennis Allen, one of the bigger head coaching mismatches you'll see in week one. All right, taking a break. Coming up, dogs with bite, putting on the dog ears, and then we're gonna we're gonna dress up for our best bets as well. Best bets just around the corner next on Stadium Bet. <laughs> Welcome back to Stadium Bets. We're all dressed up, which means we got underdogs and we got our best bets. Let's go right into a little underdog action, Nate. Who you like? Underdog money line. Yeah, we're going to the NFL. You can get them about two to one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Minnesota Vikings. This are pretty much a pure fade of the Vikings, a team that won 13 games last year but had a negative point differential somehow, lost in the playoffs to the Giants. I don't think this team is very good at all. It's shown by their win total, which is only eight and a half in a week NFC. So I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Early in the season when the veterans still believe they have a chance to win, even though I don't think they'll be that good. But take Tampa Bay. I think this is actually a high-scoring game, and then Tampa Bay will end up winning. By the way, the, the hats are chef's hats because we're cooking up some bets. Colby, what are you cooking you can up? recall Nate, or not Nate, Ben 
earlier yeah. in the show said Nick Saban is a happy man. Well, I'm going to be a more happy man after Texas beats Alabama on Saturday. Give me the money line. I like it. Uh, well, I don't like it. I think Alabama is going to cover, but that's all right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to. I like the Steelers press two and a half. I like them on the money line against the San Francisco 49ers. I know Nick Bosa just got his contract. He's a happy man. He got his money. But the Steelers are going to win. They got the better defense. I, I believe in Kenny Pickett, and I know every time I say I believe in a quarterback on this show, he just performs awful. So that's going to change this week. Kenny Pickett's going to have a great week. The Steelers' offense is going to look great. Their defense is going to pound the 49ers into the ground. Steelers money line, and I love plus two and a half. Best bets time? Yeah, best right. bet. Best bet. What do you like? What are you cooking up, Chef's Hat Man? Yeah, a lot of options this week, but I'll take the one that I have the most money on as of this moment. Dolphins plus three against Los Angeles Chargers. I really like the hire of Vic Fangio to be the defensive coordinator of the Dolphins. Dolphins healthy with Tua. The offense can be explosive. And really, it's a numbers play to me. I see those these teams as pretty equal teams. The game's in L.A., Colby's dying. I can't look at Ben. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Keep going. Sorry. Go ahead. The game is in LA, and the Chargers have very little home field advantage, if anything. So I think this line is too much, getting too much value at Dolphins plus three. I also think they win this game. Take Miami. Colby, you all right? You compose yourself? Yeah, You're good? Put right. the goggles on? There you go. What do you like? You know, this cartoon character, because we're going to be meeping all the way. We're taking the UTSA Roadrunners minus 12 and a half. Texas State, biggest game of their lives last week, upsetting Baylor 42 to 31. The Alamo Dome, you guys are going to laugh at me, but the Alamo Dome is going to be bumping. They love the Roadrunners over there. Oh, love yeah. them. Okay. They have nine returning starters, including their best player in program history, Frank Harris. He is going to lead the way, take the Roadrunners. Can you do that again? God, that's horrible. All right, I'm going to go to Texas A&M. Uh, we're going to go to Miami's. They play the Miami Hurricanes. I guess I'm going to bet on Jimbo Fisher. I, I, I guess you have to do it. I like the Texas A&M Aggies. Minus three and a half. The line has gone down from four and a half to three and a half. I love it still. I think this Aggies offense is for real. Connor Wigman. Boy, did he look good. No interceptions. Five touchdowns week one. He's going to lead this offense into a spot where we've never seen the Texas A&M offense in a very long time, maybe since even Johnny Manziel. So I believe in their offense. Their defense is going to stop the Miami Hurricanes. Their defensive line is going to stop that run game. They're not going to be able to score any points on their turf. Texas A&M minus three and a half. That's my best bet. And guys, we uh, we got the, uh, what do we have? Do we have our records? 1-0, 1-0, 0-1-1. Time to make up that's for tough. it. Time to make up hey, for it. As the saying goes, can't win them all. Yeah, that's true. You can't win them all. So, That'll do it for Stadium Bets. Cooked up some bets. You can find us wherever you find your podcast. You can find us on social. Stadium Bets is the place to find us on Twitter. He's Colby. He's Nate. I'm Ben. We got Monty on the sticks. And we'll be back next week. Good luck, everybody.